I'd like to welcome everybody back to the Chillin' with Dylan podcast. Today's guest is a two-time challenge champ and an icon of the show. This is actually his second time on. He was on about a year ago. It is Yes Duffy. Is my first two-time guest, and I love having Yes on. I hope there's more times. Um, he's just so down to earth and so real. Um, I do want to shout out my podcast Instagram that I just started. It is at Chillin' with Dylan Pod. Um, all the podcast art is on there. And if you have any questions and I put a bunch of stuff on the stories. So if you want to check that out, please go and follow all of my other social media links and all of Yes's social media links will be down below. Um, today's episode, me and Yes are going to talk about All-Stars 3, um, seeing Veronica again, um, that huge rivalry with Wes Bergman. We go into in-depth detail about that. And then we also have a real talk about mental health and the effects that these kind of shows have on people from his perspective coming off of road rules back in the day. And now his perspective coming off of all stars with the boom of social media. Hope you guys enjoy it. I was recently on the most likely to podcast and we talked about the real world's homecoming and our thoughts on that. Um, so I hope you guys check that out. Um, the new Orleans season with Julie and Melissa and all them. Um, and what seasons we want to see in the future. Cough, cough, Portland. Um, yes, yeah, so that's all I got. Chilling with Dylan, chilling with Dylan. Good vibes and such an incredible feeling. The podcast that you need and want. Interviews with reality TV stars. Uh, so entertaining. Now you don't want to miss. Uh, real as it gets, never know what to expect. Uh, got a rep jersey, I thought I told you. Yes, indeed. Every week, got a brand new poster while I'm hey, chilling with Dylan, chilling with Dylan. Hey, chilling with Dylan, chilling with Dylan. Let's go. The next guest on the Chilling with Dylan podcast was actually here about a year ago now. He won the Challenge All-Stars 1. He's a challenge icon. It is Yes Duffy. Yes, how are you doing today? Thank you for being here. I am happy to be here. Thanks for having me. It is always a pleasure to be part of the challenge community and all of you out there that, that enjoy seeing or participating in what we do. This is really fun for me to sort of jump into to that whole other world and so thanks for having me and i'm excited to have a chat definitely definitely so the last time we spoke was i think it was like about a year ago it was june of 2021 um it was like in the middle or towards the it was still in the middle of covid so i just want to know like personally how are you doing how's the family doing what's changed in the last year like how's how's life going for you Oh, I appreciate you asking. Um, yeah, well, All Stars 1 was wild because we shot that in the middle of COVID where there was no vaccine. So that really, there were all sorts of risks taken um, in us being gone for that long and doing all that. It was wild. And then to come back, um, luckily now we've got vaccines and uh, my kids are vaccinated. My family is fairly strong. We have done, we have done well. I'm thankful for that. And um you know, this is something we're going to have to live with for a while and um, that we'll have to learn to manage. And uh, hopefully we can uh, continue to put our faith and trust in, in public health officials to help us know what to do and to stay safe and stay healthy. My wife is one of them. And um, that's it. I'm doing well. I'm glad to be back on All Stars 3, 2. That was also, that's just super fun um, for me. It's always been just a, a great opportunity outside of my normal life whatever you want to call normal these days but as an architect and as a dad of two um i just life is a great adventure and the challenge is, is is a huge part of that adventure yeah so one thing this is kind of off topic but not really um 
if anybody doesn't follow yes on Instagram, you should, because I love watching the photos and videos of you with your children just outside in nature, like teaching them things. <laughs> like, out there. Camping or whatever you guys are doing. Cause I'm, that's like not my personality. I'm from Jersey, like right outside of New York city. So we don't really get outside into the woods much, but watching you teach them all these different things is so cool to see. Oh, I appreciate it. Yeah. You know, it's fun being a father. I love being a father. I get to do, I get to pick and choose the great things I love about what my father did. And then I get to not do the things that I, that he did that, that I don't think need to be repeated. Right. So I just get to just do, try my best at being a dad and, and then my kids, they keep me in check. They're wonderful. We're always outdoors. We're always doing, doing stuff. I just basically try to um, stoke their fire. There's already a little fire in there and they're inspired and whatever they need, they need tools. They need a saw, they need a, a wrench or a hatchet or, you know, yeah. whatever it is, uh, they, I help them out and they, they make all kinds of crazy stuff. <laughs> well, I'm glad you appreciate it. I mean, I'm always like, wow, oh my God, you just made that. That's crazy. And I want them taking a photo of it. Yeah. It's like, wow, you know, these, these little kids are, are, they're very inventive. How old are they? Um, they're, they're eight and 10 years old. And, you know, if they were ever on like Survivor or ever had to do some sort of crazy adventure um i'm sure they would do quite well because yeah. they and they're already like dad why are you even here we don't really need you here we can hunt our own food you know i'm like no yeah. you can't <laughs> that was gonna be my next question how do you think they would do on the challenge in a couple of years oh yeah it'd be great there that you know there's the there's the challenge all stars and then there's also what do you call it? challenge next generation watch yeah. out <laughs> there's a bunch of us out there yeah. that um that they grow up seeing their parents kick ass on the challenge and so they're they're hungry yeah climb the mountains <laughs> um so last time we spoke was like right after you won all stars um so i want to ask how was the reaction like when you come when you came out of winning um i'm assuming there was some positive and some i mean you're a hero on the show but everybody gets hate you know so like how was your reaction on social media um, after you won the show and how the public viewed you and reacted mm. to you winning? Well, yeah, that's an interesting question. You know, as out as all stars, we well, for many of us who hadn't been on the show for so long, we don't know what the social media experience is going to become for us. And as an opportunity too, you know, to, as a as a platform, as a voice, as a way of getting our story out beyond just what MTV puts out about us. It's a huge tool. But it's also, um, it's a lot of work and it also could yield haters and negativity and unexpected, you know, struggle. So it's a huge mix for me. That said, having won on All Stars 1 overall, my experience specifically to me was amazing. Everybody's super cool. Everybody has been so welcoming and so kind. And it's just like the old school days 20 years ago um, where people were super they're like oh my god you're that guy from tv oh you gotta come meet my grandma she's over here she makes the best pupusas and you should come over our house and everyone's welcoming people are super nice um and in the social world of social media it has also been thankfully really welcoming um to me so that's a big concern of course putting our lives out on tv like this and taking these big risks about um what people how people are going to react but um it's been cool. It's been very, very positive, thankfully. That's good. So I have a question about, um, obviously we've had the real world homecoming back with New York, LA and New Orleans. There's been a lot of people pushing to get a road rules homecoming. If they ever did a road rules semester at sea, like you, Ayana, Veronica, 
and the whole crew back together, would that be something you were interested in doing? Oh, of course. I loved that trip and I loved our crew. We were a bit, you know, I mean, every crew is probably a bit dysfunctional. Yeah. We're, we're pretty diverse and dysfunctional and we probably still are now. Yeah. And it would be fun to just get in a room and see see what happens and see see what we come up with. One thing that's what I love about being on being on the challenge now or having other people be on the challenge now that were old school is that to see how they've evolved, see how they've changed, see how they've grown or, or differently um, and see what they bring to the world now. I would love to see that about Veronica and Pua and Pavo and Sean. And, you know, we got a lot to a lot of catching up to do. Mm -hmm. So when I had you on last, I don't think I asked this question because I got some comments saying, why didn't you go into detail on this and wanted me to ask you more about it. But if you could just talk about your like casting story for road rules, because mm -hmm. this was back in the day and how was it? Because nowadays I feel like a lot of it is like social media following and everything. But back then I don't think it was like that. So if you can just talk about how you ended up on semester at sea. Yeah. Casting wasn't even talked about in the fan world back then. Yeah. We were just, it was a completely different, really closed door process and very long and sort of arduous for us. And we were sort of handpicked over the course of six months by many different people within the MTV Buna Murray team. Now I feel like because it seems like that's, we've seen so many shows and, and, and gotten attached to and learned about so many cast members. It seems like there's so much opinion now about casting and who who's picked and who's not and why and I'm just I'm still learning it was a very different process so we had to do I had like a 30 page form I had to fill out of all these self-reflective things about my life it was actually really cool and I made a copy of it before I sent it in and we also had to do videotapes of ourselves multiple rounds there were six rounds of interviews for me before they finally came to my house with cameras at that time we still didn't know if we were going to get picked so it was a long process, very self-reflective and fun. You know, as a 19-year-old, you got all these people in the TV world interested in your life story. Like, no one gave a shit about my life story prior to that, really, that, in that regard. So it was amazing to, to have, you get a lot of attention and you get to yeah, speak definitely. your mind. For me, I get, it was an opportunity to just, they wanted people who will just share their heart and mind with the world and not have any self-conscious filtering. That was key that there, nobody's gonna show up and fake their way through it. Mm -hmm. Fake cry or fake cheat or whatever it is, the way through, through being famous. Um, and so that was a big deal. Now it's a bit different, obviously, I guess, because we all kind of know what it entails to be on television for a long time and to be whatever, um, like on, on TV. And so um, we're not as sort of raw and immature or raw and, um, and undeveloped in our perspectives as, as uh, we used to be. Mm -hmm. So I had Tina on last week and Tina told me that she was almost casted on the real world Las Vegas with like Trishel and Alton. So I want to know, was there any season of road rules or the real world that you were almost on instead of semester at sea, or was it always going to be road rules and not season specifically? No. Yeah. When they cast us, they were casting for both real world eight, which was Hawaii Okay. And also Road Rules 8. So I could have been with Tech and Ruthie and Amaya and Colin and, and that whole crew. And I told them straight up in the interviews, I don't want you throwing me in a house with a bunch of cameras and a bunch of random people. I respect the show. That's not what I'm here for. Yeah. I want to go around the world. If you want to take me around the world, we got a deal. 
I'll give you a glimpse into my life and my perspectives and share the world with you if you take me around the world on something I could have never done on my own. And we, we shook hands and made a deal. It was good. <laughs> I will say, the Road Rules semester at sea was iconic, but I would have loved to see you on the Road World Hawaii too. Like, yeah, and as I got to meet them, yeah. they're awesome people. And I was like, I, I would love to do that. And then yeah. see what they're doing and see how they're living. I'm like, oh, that would be so cool, you know? Yeah. I think, though, for anyone out there who's in a job interview, as this was for us, it's really important to just don't be afraid to, to ask for the things that you um, really want. And for me, it was not like, oh, I want to be on Road Rules. You better pick me. I just said, this is a place where I will thrive and give you my best and give you my yeah. all. And so if you can take me around the world, I can do, I will do my best every day for you and I'll be in my best. And that was a good way. I don't know. It was, it was about advocating for myself. And I just, I, I think everyone should do that. Mm -hmm. And how was coming off of road rules? Like, obviously you, some people don't like when I say this, but became like a celebrity after you're on these shows. So how was it after road rules, um, which was a day before social media and everything like the public perception and the mental health aspects coming off of a TV show for the first time at, you said, 19 years old. Yeah, interesting you mentioned the mental health aspects and stuff. Yeah, we were just thrown on TV and it was just everywhere. We were in 29 different countries and um, we weren't, I was not prepared to come back and, and deal with the, the celebrity of it all. Um, it was an opportunity, of course, you make people's days, we take photos and we have a good time, like people were really generally positive, but in a lot of, for a lot of other people, they weren't. That's something I realized is that for us in public, depending on however we came off on television, it really affects how we are in public and how people treat us. And so, yeah, there are times when I go out with other people from some other shows where like they didn't come off as well and the public is just frankly not nice with them at all, to them at all. So it happens with social media now as well. Um, I think it's just, it's, it's a little scary and it's a little, um, I got a little like, um, what I say, because we were picked based on our innocence, we weren't prepared to be famous. And that was something that I think when you look at a regular talented, like a musician or something, an artist who says, I want to be famous. And then they get on TV and become famous. They're ready because they've been planning that. That's their, that's their goal. That wasn't our goal, except for tech. <laughs> Tech always knew he was famous and that's all he's going to be he's ready he's ready then he's ready now <laughs> yeah, I, I met tech in new orleans and he he's definitely a vibe he's definitely oh, totally and he's that that was that's wonderful he's ready and i learned from him because yeah definitely. he knows how to manage all the fans all the time um so i want to ask you about a season that tech was on that you weren't um all stars two there was a lot of people that wanted to see you on all stars two um the Save the Palace with Nehemiah and Tech and Latarian kind of dominated that show with their alliance and Sean Ney and MJ went on to win. Was there any talks for you coming on? Did that something you declined? Like, can you just talk about that season and your thoughts on it? Yeah, I wanted to decline just to give another, other people the shot at taking the, taking the prize and just not feel like greedy for it. You know, I want to see how, who else wants to get it and see who they are, watch their show and yeah. then come on and come and take it. That was the goal and come win. And so I needed to learn more about people anyway. So I wanted to just step back and be with my family more. I, that was the longest I'd ever been away from my kids. So that was tough on them. And did you watch All Stars too? Yeah, yeah, I did. But I oh. didn't get to see it before three. Okay, okay. Unfortunately, yeah. it would have been good. It would have been better that way, yeah. Um, so what was your thoughts on the All-Stars 3 cast going in versus All-Stars 1? 
just because All-Stars 3 had younger people like Jordan Wisely, Naya Moore, Sylvia, Kayla West, who do the flagship, come to All-Stars 3, whereas All-Stars 1 was more of the older people we haven't seen in a long time. Yeah, I'll be honest. I was tripping. I was just like, oh, God, you know, now they got these younger cats who have a, a deeper level of experience in some ways when it comes to the game. And um, they're hungry and they're talented and they're smart and they're, they're ready to take anyone out, I felt. And so in that regard, I just knew the cast was stacked. And it, there was that there was an email leak about who was on the cast. I saw that and I was like, oh, damn, here we go. This is this is not it's different every time. Yeah, and this is going to be you better show up ready to play. Mm -hmm. um, do you think because I asked Tina this last week, do you think these younger people should be on the all stars or do you think they should strictly be on the flagship and all stars should be people we haven't seen in a long time? Yeah, I mean, that's a good question. I, I like, I love the idea I, in general. I love the idea of keeping it separate. I do think that maybe um, it, each thing is better on its own. You know, it does shouldn't, mixing and it gets into a whole nother, I don't know, it dilutes it to me. I guess I'd love to have two separate um, vibes in a way, or just two separate recipes that yield different results. You know, I think uh, that to me would be the most exciting. Um, that said, I mean, I would, I would jump on the main show too. I think it looks a lot of fun. It would be great to try out and, and have, see, see how it ends up. But um, yeah, I, I appreciate that as different. I like that as different. So if you got a call for main show, you would do it? Um, if it, if it suited all the other, you know, if it checks all the boxes. Yeah. Um, yeah, totally. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah. Because there's rumors swirling that the new season is like a fail, a female and male ally. And I would have loved to see you with Jemmy or Veronica on like a ally season together. I think that would have been gold. Yeah, I, I think so too. I'd love to roll with them. That'd be so yeah. fun. I mean, both of them, I've competed with them as partners. And I just think that we click really well. They, they, they're, uh, they're smart. They've got a drive to win. They, um, are athletic and just uh, they they're they know the game and uh, they're tenacious and also like fun and, and cool. So yeah, I'm lucky that I got to team up with with each of them at different times. What That's was my yeah. yeah. <laughs> what was it like seeing Veronica again and playing with Veronica again? Um, because you guys you know have your original season together. Yeah. Well, Veronica and I spent a lot of time. Um, of course, together on road rules and, and then also on the challenge uh, back in the day. But then we there's a big gap of time. So I didn't know um, sort of what was going to I wasn't didn't know what our relationship would necessarily be on All Stars 3. I mean, I know that we have history together, but, you know, she's grown a lot and changed a lot. And she went on to win a bunch of challenges um, without me. Um, and so I know that she has what it takes to win and that she is an icon. She is a queen. She is so smart and i just had some catching up to do in our in our yeah. friendship you know for all stars three mm -hmm. um so i don't know if you remember but we did like a first impressions game so i have like five or six names here and i would just if you could just tell me what the first thought you had when you saw they were on all stars three is um so the first name was actually an alternate she came in was beth when you saw beth come out um and she was on the show what was your first thought that when beth was there Oh damn! Everybody, watch out! 
Um, the next one we already talked about, Jemmy. I am just so I I was just so happy that Jemmy is coming. She's just like she she's an angel in my mind in so many ways of, of how she um, how she plays how she plays the game and how she's I think she's just super smart. She's also very respectful. Mm -hmm. The next one um, is one of the younger people, Jordan Wisely. Jordan, I need to do my homework. Stop thinking about this shit and go for a run and try to catch people. Yeah, he runs like triathlons <laughs> fun and marathons for I fun. know, I, I, I looked him up and I was like, I need to put my phone down, put my gym shorts on and better run out this front door. He's he's wild. Um, yeah, I'm inspired. <laughs> the next one won All-Stars 2. She was tied for highest placing female in All-Stars 1, Jane. Jane is my new homie from All-Stars 1 who I knew from All-Stars 1 could win it. I thought she could, was going to beat me on All-Stars 1. And when she told me she won All-Stars 2, I just cried on the phone. I'm just super proud of her. I know she could, she, she's, she's a champ. She deserves it. Yeah, I like Johnny a lot. Um, the next one won All-Stars 2 as well, MJ. When I heard MJ was on or when I met MJ? Both. Um, well, I different because when I heard MJ, I was like, oh, who's this person I don't really know? Um, I actually didn't even, uh, when I heard he was on, I didn't, I didn't do any sort of like research on him or anything. Um, when I, I knew we need to team up and we need to be allies because I know that he's a champ and that I could not just learn from him, but that we both were going to be targets. So I'm just like, um, MJ, we gotta, we gotta stick together. Yep. I agree. So the next one, the last one I have is Wes Bergman. When I knew Wes was coming on. I was like going through the emotions in my head, like, wow, this dude is experienced and he really knows the game. He claims to really know the game so well. Um, he knows everybody. And I need to make sure that I reach out to him and build a relationship with him uh, because I think he's central to what the challenge is. Mm -hmm. So I do want to talk about a bit, probably the biggest storyline this season was you and Wes's like rivalry. Um, totally. <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> so, I mean, there's just a lot to unpack here. So I don't even know where to start, but it started off episode one. It felt like there was some hostility and then throughout it. And then obviously the elimination. And then there were some text messages shown on Twitter that Wes was going to leak <laughs> on Patreon that you leaked beforehand for free. So if you could just like, I guess walk us like a story time through through the mess. Clean yeah. up the mess. Yeah, through the events of Yes and Wes's rivalry. <laughs> yes and Wes's mess. Yeah. Yes is gonna come try to tidy it, tidy it up. Yeah. Uh, you know, real quickly. I don't know, man. We're both really dynamic people. We got a lot of different angles on things and different experiences that we bring to the game. We're different, dude. And so I really, I do think that. Just as I did when I met Darrell for the first time, knowing he's a champion, multi-time champ. Just when I did when I met Derek for the first time, who, who not only is a champion, he knows everybody in the game and he unpacks the game. Um, I got to come with a level of respect and come with an open ear and an open mind and trust um, before suspicion. And that's what I attempted to do with Wes and I sort of failed at it. 
I sort of failed at it because I started to learn. I look him up on the internet and everything. I learned this dude's got like an enemy on every season. I see him talking shit. I see him um, just not, it just wasn't exciting me to try to, to, to work with him or, or ally with him. And that's just, frankly, it's because I know he has a lot of good friends and I know that people value him as a friend, but that's not what's just like out in the world or easily understandable unless I've watched a number of the shows and things. So for me, I, you know, I got a, a bit of a skewed negative representation of Wes prior to even really meeting him. So it doesn't really give him a total fair shake. But I worked my hardest to give him a fair shake and it still just never worked. We're different. We're just different people. Talk about the game differently, play the game differently. Um, we're different. And it just comes, it comes out. I was like, we gotta talk, man, let's talk. Let's just, let's just chat, see yeah. where we're at. And um, yeah, I don't know what else to say, you know. What's your relationship with Wes now? Is there any cordial friendship, acquaintanceship, or is it like no communication at all? Yeah, we're, I mean, we're both grown adults, so that's, that's the, the starter, but um, no, we're not, I told him, I said, Wes, you can call me, man, I, you don't have to drag this into the, the public realm, um, and, and, and overplay it as something that's bigger than it is, um, it ain't a big deal, man, apparently you got issues with me, you can just call me, that's what we do, so, and I, and I just said, you can call me, or not, and then I won't call you. I don't want to bug you or pester you or if I frustrate you or if you don't like or if you're worried about something I might say or do, you know, just know that I'm I'm chilling. You know, you can call me when you want, but it's, you know, we can speak together. I'm not going to drag him in public or try to get people to go against him or anything like that. I have strong opinions about his game or something like that. But no, other, other than that. Um, yeah, but that said, we're not. So the answer is short answers. We're not talking. We're not talking. Oh. You yeah. don't even really need to talk, but you yeah. got my number. Um, for the elimination, Wes, like that episode, Wes kind of like, quote unquote, volunteer himself for Brad or whatever the situation was. And then he picked you for the elimination. Did you think he was going to pick you? Because um, I know a lot of people thought he was going to pick Jordan because I'm sure you're aware him and Jordan have had beef. Every season they've been on, they've had at least one or two arguments. So like, were you surprised that he picked you? Did you think it was going to be somewhere else? Like what was going through your head at that time? I was not, you know, I had never been to an elimination mm -hmm. and I'm hungry to try it. I'm, you know, not the smartest idea, but, you know, I think it's worth proving to anybody that I'm not here to just coast and I'm not here to hide. And, and I want to be straight up with if any challenge in front of me. And if the challenge involves taking on one of the best uh, challengers around and one of the biggest uh, winners of eliminations around, I will enjoy that challenge too. So I asked Wes to pick me. I asked him for most of the day prior to the elimination when I knew that he was getting picked. I walked around asking him to pick me and it wasn't necessarily because I wanted to go in. I, I, I just thought it might be a good strategic move. Yeah. Uh, apparently it was a bad strategic move. I made a number of really bad strategic moves. One of them includes asking Wes to pick me and then just losing fair and square. Um, all credit to him. You know, it was actually really, it was a pretty difficult elimination. And, um, you know, that guy, he knows what he's doing. He's a badass in the ring. Yeah, it looked like it lasted a long time. Like you guys were sweating. How long did that elimination actually like go for? It, I don't know. I mean, we don't have a watch, but you can look at the little GoPros um, at the end and try to see how long it w lasted. 
Um, I don't know. It was about an hour. Okay. And it was, I just kept thinking it was a sprint. Like if I just sprint a little harder, I'll knock him off. I know he's bigger than me. And so if I, so I was exhausted and he just was like playing the game. Like, uh, I think he was tired too. Like I managed to push him a lot. I pushed him a ton. I wasn't, it's not like I uh, did, you know, it's, it's hard. The way I, the reason I was exhausted is because I was pushing on West the whole time. <laughs> just couldn't get him off like at all. <laughs> um, Beth and Janae had that same elimination and Beth kind of like said, Oh, you guys are cheaters or whatever. And she kind of like, gave up um watching that live what was your thoughts on the beth and johnny elimination and how beth reacted about it oh that was wild man i don't know beth never got in the groove with the house with anybody there she showed up and just unfortunately didn't really have any any traction um wound up in the ring right away and having to fight for her her ability to stay she had no, you know, she didn't have, she was just was out on her own with her own perspectives and just sort of, um, you know, taking pot shots at that point. So, mm-hmm. you know, that's what, that's what happened. I want to have your perspective since you're a champion. Um, one of the most talked about eliminations was Durrell and Jordan because Durrell's legs gave out or something along those lines and Jordan ended up winning, um, which I felt like that one also went a really long time. So watching that, what was going through your mind? Um, I know Darrell, I think I pulled off in a stretcher, if I remember correctly. Mm-hmm. Uh, you just talk about that elimination and you seeing it because that was viral on Twitter for a little bit after Darrell like couldn't walk. Hmm. Yeah, it was, uh, you know, that one was wild to watch because of course it's two of the challenge legends going against each other. We love and respect so much in the ring. Those guys, um, it was yeah, it's no one. I personally, I don't want to see either one of them go home. Some people get excited to put the two strong people against each other and watch one go home. They know that they're going to fare a little better. I want to run the mountaintops with Jordan and Darrell. I think that would be really fun. Um, but it was, oh man, I mean, it was so gripping the entire time. Jordan's um, heart over the course of, I don't know, 45 minutes, an hour or whatever. I mean, he's like six minutes away from losing the whole time. And the ability, his, his acrobatic abilities and strategic abilities and how to keep his weight in a certain position the entire time. He must have been exhausted, but that dude, um, he's got, uh, he's got a, a mindset of steel and is just unshakable. He was, it was kind of amazing how much he was, he was committed to winning. And then, and then Darrell, unfortunately, we didn't know Darrell was really quiet. So we didn't know what was going on with Darrell. He was just kind of quiet and still. Mm-hmm. And we felt so bad when Darrell was hurt. And um, he got, it's not just like muscle tightness or cramps, but it, it's pretty extreme. And it never happened to him before. But in the way that um, his muscles and circulation and everything got all bound up. Mm-hmm. We were freaked out. Yeah, because we've never seen Darrell. Darrell's always beat everybody, you know? So we've never seen that. That side, I was shocked to, to watch it live. I mean, I can only imagine you guys wa- actually watching that on the TV. We were all like nearly crying. I mean, and some of us were crying. I mean, because it's no one wants to see anybody hurt. I don't think. And um, and then seeing him get hurt like that—that that was just—he's such a good dude, and he's such a champion, and he's such a great trainer, and he's an athlete, and all of that. Um, yeah, to see him go out just yelling because he's got an injury, I was like, oh, I, we all just were worried for him. I hope he's okay. But like, 
ah, oh, and then to see Jordan win it, though, the, the comeback, there's no, you can't, that, that's just, you can't script that. You can't write a story about that. You can't predict that. That's just the magic of, of the arena and seeing two amazing people battle it out. Mm -hmm. I have uh, one more question about Wes before we move on. Would you ever do a rivals season with Wes, Wes as your partner? And how do you think that would go? No, I, I don't know. I mean, I'm open. I'm, I'm, I'm so open to, to learning more about our relationship or whatever. Um, learning more about Wes and, and I'm, oh, I'm totally open to, like I said, to new challenges. This would be a challenge. It'd be a big challenge for Wes. It'd be a big challenge for me. We both love debating. We love trying to stick up for our perspective on what we think is right. He's an outstanding sort of convincing person and a, and a really analytical thinker. I think I am too. And I try to, we just work hard on sort of grinding each other down, debating. It would be funny to see us together. Um, even I would, I'm totally open to the challenge. I'm open to trying and I'm open to failing and I'm open to winning. Like that's just me. Um, have you, so I have a question, but before I get into that, have you seen the flagship at all recently? Um, mm -hmm. Final Reckoning or Rivals 3 when Bananas stole the money from Sarah at the end when they both won and then in Final Reckoning Ashley and Hunter won and Ashley stole $500,000 from Hunter um, do you think if that was an option mm -hmm. you and Wes how do you think that would go who would take the money who would keep <laughs> the money just your thoughts I don't know my general thought about the money is I do think that nobody wins this alone and no one should take all that money alone and that we all get to the top, whether it's through uh, subtle help or overt help or teamwork, um, it's important to acknowledge everyone in that process. And I think with the money too, I would. If we, if I, you know, if I roll with a team or a partial team to the top, I'm paying the team. We win, if I win, I'm paying the whole team. And I think that's just the way I think about life is that I don't ever wanna come up on somebody else's hard labor and have them work for free and have me get it all. That's just not my angle. So I like to share, share the wealth. If I got five turkeys, 10 of us are eating, you know, or whatever, hundred of us are eating dinner. You know, that's just the way it goes. Mm -hmm. um, and now if someone did me wrong or help, didn't help me, you know, if you don't help when you ain't getting nothing, yeah. you can starve. You can starve. <laughs> no, um, but for real, like um, that's, I don't know. I'm very merit-based, as you know, I'm very merit-based. And if you earned it, we uh, share it. Mm -hmm. um i want to ask that i know wes is having like a all-stars three rap party in kansas city with scott and Derek from challenge mania and there's a bunch of people going any chance you're going to be there i saw that i got a couple of texts from you going to did wes invite you you going are you going no wes didn't invite me and he doesn't have to invite me and i could actually understand why he doesn't want to invite me that's fine it's all you know it's his house you yeah. know like that's I'm, fine. I'm going and I wanted to meet you. That's why I'm asking. Uh, well, that would be cool. Yeah, that would be cool. And um, and yeah, it's it's all good. Uh -huh. Wes, it's interesting that you didn't invite me though. I, you know, if that's the topic of conversation here. Yeah. I don't know. I, I do I feel like at least my gut is I don't follow on Patreon or anything, but um is that he does think that I'm doing something or I'm up to something that is is uh negative to him or might be talking shit about him or might be critical of of him but i'm just i don't know i don't think that personally i don't that's just not my angle i'm not trying to 
I'm not over here shit talking a bunch. Um, I might should talk a little. I might should talk <laughs> back a little bit. But um, other than that, you know, yeah. it, it's not that big of a deal. And maybe that's what Wes is trying to tell me too. He's like, hey man, you think Wes is some big evil monster, but Wes is really actually nice too. And I'm like, okay, well, show me. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm hoping we get a rival season with you guys together. I think it'd be gold. Uh, <laughs> it'd be fun, dude. He's that guy is an amazing athlete too, man. And I knew I was up against a badass swimmer and a runner, and and that you know I I would love to either run alongside him, compete against him again. Do I want to redo on the elimination? Of course I do. But you know, all hats off to him for the win on the elimination, fair and square. I'm glad it didn't end in some stupid like oh i i forgot a, a puzzle piece or something but like it was an endurance game it was a strategy game he showed me that he had what it takes that's all good mm -hmm. um so i kind of mentioned it when i was talking about ashley and hunter but these newer flagship seasons um we have people from like romania and england and turkey and nigeria um from shows like america's got talent and too hot to handle um so and then we also have this new challenge coming on CBS called the Challenge USA, which is another spinoff. So you being one of the OGs from the Road Rules series, what are your thoughts on all these different flagships and all these different types of people from different shows coming onto the challenge and not just being the real world and Road Rules anymore? You know, I think that what Road Rules was back in the day and the same people that were in charge of inventing Road Rules are still in charge of inventing the challenge today, right? Julie Pizzi and the whole crew, they're, they're the, the masterminds behind all of this. Um, what, road, what was great about road rules was that everybody was different from all different walks of life. And that was what was the magic of it because there weren't that many spaces, especially on television where that level of diversity just came clashing together. And I think that's important. And so I think in the new show as well, and this whole ecosystem of shows, that diversity is important. And it's no longer about just diversity amongst the American people, but it's diversity as a global community. I support that in general. I do think that like we are one world and that anybody in any other country is just as important to me as anyone in my country or my neighborhood. What, you know, so their well-being and their perspectives are just as valuable to me and important to, to humanity as, as my next door neighbor. So I do, I'm fully inviting of, of other people from other countries. Now, does that make it harder and crazier and more ridiculous? Like, yeah, sure it does. But I think if you get the casting right, then there will be an amazing batch of, of people, I hope, that can come and come together and clash and, and present, present one global sort of uh challenge i i like that idea no i so what my opinion is is that i like the international people but we have to keep them like for example there was like 18 mm. rookies last season and only one mm. is coming back this season so we have to keep the international people that we have that are going to become stars and not just keep recasting people because the fans don't get to know the characters like we got to know you and veronica and mark long and mm. these people from before yeah, I feel the same way too. It really is about connecting with people. If you're going to root for a person or a team, you got to know the story behind them and you got to spend some time and invest time. I appreciate that you and others have invested time in learning about our lives and what we do as challengers. And I think 
for for anyone to for us to give a shit about anyone you got to really kind of dig in and then it just sucks if you put in all that time and investment to care about someone and then all of a sudden they're gone it's like what if we have a new what if we had a new basketball nba every other year and only two two or what if only three teams showed up for the second season then you got all new teams the next season yeah. and so you know there's a certain investment that comes with following a team or following a yeah. person that's worth tapping i think um yeah, but I, I, I see some of them from other countries and other places. I'm like, I want to learn more. Good thing is on social media, you can, right? So when I, yeah. when I see, like, um, different people, I want to learn more. and I can see what they really do, whether it's singing or dancing, or now there's, like, music artists and all that stuff. Like, I can look them up. Yeah, no, I agree. I think it's it's cool that we have all these international people coming. Um, and I like the NBA analogy you did, because I never thought of it like that, like the teams leaving and coming back. Because we have people are fans of them. And they need, they need to return so we can become more fans like with you and these OG people. Um, yeah. I do, do want to ask if you would, there's a lot of talks about CBS and MTV merging. If you were called for, let's say, a Big Brother, a Survivor, Amazing Race with your wife, is that something you would consider? Any of those shows, which ones? How do you think you would do? Oh, yeah, I'd be into it. I'm always open until I'm not, I guess. Right? I'm open until we get into the into the weeds and then maybe it can't work for schedule or whatever. Yeah. But in concept, oh, hell yeah. My wife, I always want to do Amazing Race with my wife. I always, I was like this close to sending in a tape. When I first met her, like back in 2006, I was like her and I, we met in an RV driving across the country um, doing a bunch of activism, political activism. I was like, her and I would win the Amazing Race. I still, to this day, I know that we would, but we we got busy with life and never submitted a tape. Um, so that would be fun. Survivor too. I ever I remember when it first came out, and it was such a groundbreaking invention yeah. that I was like, oh, that would be. I would I would love it. I would be all about it. And Survivor, I'm game. I'm totally game. I would love to. I would love to see you on the Amazing Race. I think you would absolutely kill it. Yeah. Like, yeah. I think you'd win Survivor too, but I think you'd kill The Amazing Race because I feel like that's your that's your scene. Like all these different challenges, traveling, like yeah. I feel like you guys would do great on that. Yeah, well, also Road Rules was partly that, right? Yeah. The race, race sort of took a lot of its, a lot of its uh, power from the invention that we did in Road Rules. Road Rules was an amazing race in a lot of ways. Yeah, how do you think, because we talked about Survivor, how do you think the lack of food and because that's a whole different animal than all these other shows, because you don't have food. You're going to the bathroom mm. in the woods. Like, it's just a different vibe. How do you mm. think that would impact you? Yeah, I know as well. That's one thing, too. I When I watch Survivor or when I and then knowing the challenge, too, they can't cover like on the challenge. They don't show how hard some of this stuff really is, like how the mosquitoes are just crazy or it was 120 degrees or the, the water just smelled horrible, but we still had to fall into it. Like there's certain things that happened that where it was way harder than it looks that they just don't have time to sort of like really dial in. I feel like that happens on Survivor too. They totally must be starving and 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 trying so, you know, all you see bug bites on people and stuff and like, you know, they're just getting munched all night. Um, it's gotta be super hard. I would have fun with that whole challenge though. I think I'd have, I'd have a good time with it. I think I could, I'm a resource for, I like to try to be a resource for people when things get crazy and I generally am. And I think that's where I find my value in the group is to be very helpful, especially when somebody's 
having a hard time, whether they're anxious about the next challenge or whether they're anxious about an injury or they're anxious about um, some sort of um, not being able to do a certain puzzle or, or, or a certain task, I'm usually pretty helpful. Mm-hmm. I like that. We didn't get into Big Brother. Is that something you'd be interested in doing? I know that's 90 days. That's a long time. Um, I'm just going to say no. Okay. <laughs> now, not that one. <laughs> Short and quick to the point. I like it. Right to the point. <laughs> no. Right to the point. Yeah. So, I, and I, you know, maybe Veronica might be able to convince me or other people who are like, who know more about it all than I do. But I'm just kind of like, there. Oh, I got to do that. Yeah. No, I, I think. <laughs> Of all of them, I don't think I would like Big Brother because it's so long. And when they're making the challenges, you're locked in the house. You can't even go outside. Mm. Like, I just feel like that vibe yeah. is just not it for me either. I, I get what you're saying. I get it. Yeah, it's got to be. That's just, that struggle is real. And okay. I don't see me thriving. Yeah. I don't. Um, uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I have just a couple more questions. And then I have um, some fan questions that listeners sent in really quick. Um, so I do want to ask, um is all-stars four five something you're interested in do you see yourself taking another break coming back like what are your thoughts on the all-stars um series yeah i hope there are a lot more all-stars out there that i hope have seen the show and feel inspired to jump in the game i and i really hope that they get to they get their shot if they want to play i'm still game to play i want to meet them i want to learn from them i want to try my you know try my best and you know veronica told me something recently that i thought was interesting she said this she's like i've won a number of times and winning is really important but also what's important is this opportunity to help other friends win and be part of the process of and the being part of the journey is is actually even more valuable or if you think of yourself as winning uh the journey as opposed to just being the sole winner on top of the mountain. Um, that was a sort of a mature perspective, I think, from her. And she sees herself more as, as somebody who can help and enjoy and mentor and be a partner throughout the journey and win that process too. I think I could, I don't know, I, would, I, would, I could be that too. I don't have to just show up and be like, oh my God, screw all these people, I'm going to win. Because mm-hmm. that's, it's just so... It's kind of like playing sports to become a pro. Like who really, really, really is going to become pro? Not that many people, but we play for so many other reasons. And I think that's important to think of the challenge that way too. Mm-hmm. Um, who is one male and one female or couple that we had not seen on All-Stars yet that you would like to see on All-Stars 4 or 5? Oh, I love the role of Rachel Robinson. Okay, I think she's just like, she's got a lot to give. Yeah, and I think that she has a lot of reasons to win because she's such a helper, trainer person. I think she's got that chemistry that uh, that could totally could totally be a, just a badass, be another female champ again. I and mean, she's already mm-hmm. won before, but um, to bring a, a, her new a new perspective and her evolved self to the world, yeah. I think the world deserves that. She's very special. Okay, uh-huh. I like that. I like that. Yeah, um, that would be really, really cool to, to roll with her. Other people, I don't know, Landon, where's Landon at? I've heard that the Landon wants a certain amount of money to show up, and they're not matching that, so he hasn't shown up yet. 
you know, I, I get it. Everyone has different reasons. You know, I mean, everyone has a different price tag. Everyone takes different risks to be there. Right. And I respect that because yeah. for some people and we have we've talked about it amongst the challengers before, because for some people, they're like, oh, my God, you know, let's just say ten thousand dollars. That's a lot of money to me. I'm going to do it. You know, or they'll say, oh, five thousand dollars. That's a lot of money to me. I'm going to do it because I otherwise wasn't making any money. Well, for someone who's already making, say, a lot of money or is really busy or working with a business or a firm that needs them to make all that money, you know, you just step out for $5,000 or whatever is just, it just doesn't, the math doesn't work for certain lifestyles. I get it. I get it. It's not, it, yeah, I get it. My but we got to find a way to make the math work. And yeah, then Landon, let's go. My prediction for Landon, I really think the next um, Real World Homecoming will be Philadelphia because I think they want Karamo back on the screens because he's like a celebrity now. Um, he's getting his own talk show. MJ just won All-Stars. I think Shavonda has a story that, that she can show. And I think they're going to they're gonna pay Landon a little bit more, more money. And I think they'll do well, Philly, Philly home. Maybe he doesn't even be paid more. Just show up and win. I mean, that's the way I felt. I was like, well, this pay ain't nothing. If yeah. I'm going to make this worth it, I better fucking win. Yeah. So like, you know, that, you there done. you go. Then, you got it done. Then I won. So like, Anyway, yeah, that's another way to put it is like show up and try to win, you know, um, that's another way to get get your paycheck. Yeah, there's a paycheck out there. Um, so I just have one more thing before we get to the listener questions. Um, and we talked about a little bit after road rules, but I want to talk about it now in 2022, which is crazy. Um, just the mental health aspect coming off of the show, because I interviewed um, Sarah Rice, who is now a therapist. She went to um, challenge championships. I interviewed her over the summer last year, right before I had pneumonia, actually. And she talked about how there needs to be more mental health uh, professionals on site. And then after the show is done fit filming and when it's airing, um, just for somebody to talk to and express, because you guys have been through this, but it's still such a whirlwind of emotions and experience. Um, and if I'm saying anything wrong, please correct me. But um, I just want to know, like, the mental health aspect coming off of this show and then thinking about all the reality TV as a whole, these people that are twenties, thirties, and then you guys are obviously older who have started this, this business. Yeah, that's a good question. It's it, for, I think in general, it's important to remember that really we are regular people and that we are, yeah, we chose to share our lives on television in a really sort of candid way and just an honest and brutally honest way. But we took those risks with the hopes that it doesn't all come crashing down on us. And that's, and, and it's up to the, it is up to production to some degree to help protect us. If we're gonna share our blood and guts with the world when we're on t television, that when we're thrown back into the world and the world is a different place and treats us differently, then that we're prepared for that and that we're, we're supported in, in the, the, the sacrifice that we've made to, to share and bear all with the world. I think that's important that they support us through that because many, of, many people have struggled um, before social media and after the world of social, the, the sort of the social media uh, ecosystem that's out there now, um, it's, it, we're just, we're real people. We do read comments and we do read the things that are really positive and we read things that are negative and they hold weight. And for some of us, hopefully we can, you know, 
Anissa or Darrell or other people I've talked to who kind of really know the, they've got a lot of experience over the years in how uh, social media plays a role in their, in, in what they're doing and how to, Darrell just says, don't feed the trolls. Mm -hmm. Don't feed the trolls, man. And um, it helps, it's his way of keeping perspective. Anissa is really good at keeping perspective too, I think that uh that it, it can be a brutal world out there or a cruel world at times and um i just want to say we're all real people man we all go through real shit we read the comments and we catch the vibes and if there's negative energy thrown at someone like it's real even if it's just like over social media it's real so we got to protect these we got to protect each other and we got to help each other and i think the flip side of that is we get a lot of positive community support too some of us and some of us more than others. But I just want to say thank you and that the, all the positive comments that resonate out there when someone just takes a moment out of their day and like, oh, it was awesome or they liked the thing or they said something you did was great. I mean, that's real too. And so I think uh, that, that goes a really, really long way. Kindness goes a long, long way. And so, um, yeah, we're all fragile little regular people really at the end of the day. Mm -hmm. I think it's a good way to end it. Just be nice to people. Be nice to people. <laughs> Kindness um, is free. Yeah. And it multiplies, and that's just one of the best ways to try. Try to be at least. I try. A hundred percent. I just have two listener questions. One's challenge related. One's not challenge related at all. Um, the first one is just what was your favorite season of the challenge you've done, and what was your least favorite of the challenge you've done? And this includes All Stars One and All Stars Three. Yeah. Um, well, the favorite was winning for sure, just because we built. I. I the, the combination of luck and timing and the social vibe and and the fit within the group and the people I met, like that was all the COVID, it was in the middle of COVID, but we were able to all support each other in this sort of remote location. Um, that was unforgettable and just wonderful. So yeah, of course, the season one All-Star was the best. The, the worst is getting just, just, I don't know, getting voted out, man. That just never feels yeah. good. I don't, it never feels good. I still... Yeah, getting voted out is horrible. That happened in Battle of the Sexes. Veronica and I got voted out real quick. Um, losing an elimination feels horrible too. Um, that that sucks. I get it. People, it happens to so many people all the time. Doesn't happen to me that much. And you know, it happened, and I was like, oh my god, it's so bad. Denise is like, yo, dude, it's one elimination, man. Like people get eliminated. We get eliminated. It happens, dude. And I'm just like, thanks for the perspective because um, it. It's also not that fun for me. So yeah, All Stars three sucked as well in terms of uh, getting tossed out. Yeah. Just just sticking a stick in the beehive and and um, and really just going all in. Yeah. Is is an, is also uh, a way to just um, uh, go against some of the best and then get sent home by some of the best. So that's how it went. <laughs> <laughs> and then the last listener question is kind of random, but we're gonna go with it. Um, if you had to pick your favorite food, one food to eat every day for the rest of your life, what are you picking? Oh, that's a funny question. Burritos, man, burritos. West Coast burritos. We got the good giant yeah. California level burritos. It's bigger than your head, you know? Uh, yeah, that's just the, the, the food of life. Yeah, mine's tacos, so kind of similar. Kind of similar. Oh, hell yeah, hell yeah. <laughs> Um, I want to say thanks again for coming on. Um, I enjoyed this. This is your time. I'm sure you remember anything you want to shout out, any last words, where we find you on social media, just like your time to shine and say whatever you want. 
thank you for my time to shine. <laughs> I'm trying to shine. Um, I will do my best. Yeah. Um, no, I, I just want to say thank you for having me, of course, and that uh, this is still an experiment for me, whether this is like the right thing to be doing, frankly. Um, and I appreciate, you know, you and, and others out there that are that are part of this community. And it makes me feel like this is something bigger than just showing up and trying to win money on a TV show. Yeah, because it's way bigger than that. And so um, thanks for being there and thanks for doing what you do. I, I appreciate that. And thanks for giving us a place to talk and, and especially for you when you bring up certain issues about mental health and the importance of, yeah. of taking care of each other. I think that's key. And yeah. I think that's important. So I, I'm glad to be part of it. Thanks for having me. No problem. Thanks for being here. Sounds good. Yeah. I'm, hoping, I'm hoping you get that Kansas City invite. We can finally meet. Hoping that. Uh, <laughs> I know, that'd be cool. We'll have fun. And if I'm not there, have fun. And <laughs> All right, once again, have a good rest of your day. <laughs> All right, man, take care. That was the podcast with Yes Duffy. Like I said, all the social media links will be down below in the description. Um, I was recently on the Most Likely 2 podcast and we talked about the Real World's Homecoming and our thoughts on that. Um, so I hope you guys check that out. Um, the New Orleans season with Julie and Melissa and all them um, and what seasons we want to see in the future cough cough portland um yes that's all i got hey chilling with dylan chilling with dylan good vibes and such an incredible feeling the podcast that you need and want interviews with reality tv stars uh, so entertaining now you don't want to miss uh, real as it gets never know what to expect uh, got a rep jersey i thought i told you yes indeed every week got a brand new poster while i'm Hey, chillin' with Dylan, chillin' with Dylan. Hey, chillin' with Dylan, chillin' with Dylan. Let's go.